Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the seasoned cafe in Midwest City, and later on in the show, a 12,000 seat amphitheater is coming to Oklahoma City. I'm Brett. And I am Harley. So, we have talked on the air, off the air, on Facebook about a little place in Midwest City called the Seasoned Cafe. Yes, you brought me the Seasoned Cafe. I'm going to say, you said, Harley, I found an unbelievable breakfast place. Absolutely. And here's the thing. You and I agree on a lot of things when it comes to food. Right. But... You and I have missed each other a lot on restaurants. <laughs> right. So when you say that, you got to try it, I was skeptical. So, I mean, and let's be honest, we've missed a lot eating separately, but we've had some together that were, we've bombed out on, on some, oh, yeah, for some sure. restaurants together. What I will say, and, and we'll get a little bit more in depth with it, but when we posted it on our Facebook page and shared it, this thing blew up. Mm-hmm. So, and this is before you even got to go to the Season Cafe. But let me right. tell you how this. Let me tell you how the the odyssey of the Season Cafe started. So it was the morning of uh, July the first. It was a Saturday, and we were going to the air show. We we're leaving in the morning. Hey, do you want to get breakfast? Do you want to get it here? Why don't we get something that's a little bit closer to there? So we pull over in the parking lot, and in, in what's funny is that the parking lot of an Italian restaurant that I recommended to you, <laughs> that I recommended to you that bombed out for you. So it's, it's almost this weird universe, like full circle thing happening. So I'm, I look, you know, best rest, best restaurants for best breakfast, Midwest city. And then, you know, you've got your garden variety, IHOP, your Jimmy's egg, your boomerang. And then this restaurant comes up, seasoned cafe. I'm like, what's it ranked? We spent a whole weekend, you and I spent a whole weekend prior to that, or looking up what's it ranked, what's it ranked, what's it ranked restaurants, and being burnt by the rating system almost kinda, every single time. And it goes back to what we said before: you ha- you should have to pass a basic IQ test, absolutely, to post a review on the internet. Yes. So seasoned cafe, I think it's still sitting. You, know, you said absolutely. I did say absolutely. I'm not supposed to do that. I will absolutely try not to do that again. Okay. So Season Cafe, I believe, even today is sitting at maybe a four seven or four eight. Okay, fine. So we go. We have to do a couple things. Then we go in there. There's no. There's one other person in this place. Mm-hmm. You know how it is sometimes when you pull up to a restaurant and there's one car in the parking lot, maybe two, and you're going okay. So average is three to six employees. So it's either us and them or. Whatever. So we'll go in. I go simple. Give me your breakfast. You know, I'll take a breakfast burrito. That comes with a drink. Oh, okay. Um, I'll take a hot tea. So they get your hot tea, get your hot water. Terry gets the lemon poppy seed pancakes with eggs. We both get the hash browns. Mm-hmm. She gets a drink. Food comes. I mean, the preparation was fantastic. Cut that burrito open. The, the pictures don't do it any justice. Hands down. One of the best breakfast burrito, and I, okay, a breakfast burrito. You've had one, you've had them all. Mm-hmm. No, the way they layered this thing in there with the egg 
then a layer of hash brown, then a layer of meat, and then rolled it up. Mm -hmm. Hands down, best breakfast burrito I've ever had. I tried her pancakes because that's just what you do. This place... uh, No, and I I know where you're going. Yeah. It's hard to put into words. It really is. But you had the opportunity to talk to the owners. Yes. So why don't... I will tell... I will talk about my experience at Season Cafe, which was after yours. Mm Mm-hmm. But let's let's yeah, discuss it, them first. So you know, I get to talking to uh, you know, I'm like, so how'd you get started? Mm-hmm. They start it. Here's the you know, we've talked about we've had two or three handfuls of businesses that we've either talked to or talked about that started in 2019 or 2020 yeah. or 2020. I think 2019, 2020 will always have an asterisk by it if you have a small business. Yeah, if you've survived to now, you will ever. Fr- and if you started then, you will forever remember that you you weathered the storm. She, you know they started in 2019. They saved their money to get this restaurant. Mm-hmm. They didn't borrow any money. They didn't owe any. They didn't want to own owe anyone. Husband went to school to be a chef. Wife works the front end. Was I believe a financial advisor. I mean, who bet? I, and I, she paid for his yes his culinary school. Yes, they rat hold the money. Because I said 2019, you know, we're talking about the pandemic. You know, I know we said we never mentioned again, but she says I, I put the, we put the money back in case we did get hit, we could survive. Right. Very few people can say that they did that. Most people l- lost their business, right. lost their money, and couldn't recoup. You also said that they were talking about buying equipment for the business that they bought it piecemeal. Piecemeal, yeah, absolutely. Prior to opening. Buying it one piece at a time. I feel guilty because I'm like, God, I wish, I wish I had the the wear <laughs> the wear for all to do stump to do something like that. I just, it, what a great story. Oh yeah, you told me the yeah. story. You shared it on the internet. Mm-hmm. The following week, Madeline had has had an elbow injury from softball, so we had an orthopedic doctor visit, and it just so happened to be in Midwest City. So we're up there. We finish up, and Madeline's like, I'm starving. I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but apparently all softball girls are starving all, are the time. Starving all of the time. No, that's what, I, that's, what I, that's what I hear. So she's starving, and I hit the internet, and I'm like, what's the name of that place that Brett talked about? And so I Googled real quick, and I couldn't remember the name. So Googled it and looked at the list and got down, I don't know, five or six deep. Mm-hmm. I was like, I think it's this one. So clicked on it, and I'm a mile away. Hey, so I'm like, okay, I'll t- I, I gotta go. Brett went in Rome, all right. Brett threw down the gauntlet, so I gotta go. I roll up, and uh, Waze has me going through a Walmart parking lot, and I'm like, oh, damn it, Brett! Like, don't do yeah. this to me again. <laughs> and so I'm driving through the Walmart parking lot, and I'm seriously considering just taking a right and. Going to some place that's not yeah. in a Walmart parking lot. Pull up. There's a vape store. I'm like, is the restaurant even here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I see it. And I'm like, okay. Go in. I tell Amber the story. We go in. We order. Super sweet. Oh, they're, yeah. They're, they're yeah. just the it's nicest people. Nicest people. And Absolutely. it's, there's nobody there. I'm like, oh, God. You let the kiss of death. This is breakfast time. Like, I'm not outside of breakfast hours. Yeah. I could still go get a McMuffin at at mcdonald's it's still that time yeah so 
go in. Husband is in the back. Wife's at the counter. Uh, son's uh, in the back with his dad. They're working, but there's nobody there. And I was like, mm, breakfast time. Yeah, it's a bad sign. I, I was I was really scared. So we order the food, and I'm eating right. I'm <laughs> and dude, Joe. I'm eating right. Oh, I know. So yeah. I get up there, and they got an omelet, and I ordered the omelet. Amber ordered. No, Amber ordered an omelet too. Um, she got toast with hers. I got biscuits with mine because Madeline was getting biscuits and gravy, and I was just going to give her my biscuit. And she's like, "It comes with hash browns." And I'm like, "Well, I'll, I'll taste them because you know I you got to taste them. That's your job. We exactly <laughs> like it's a requirement of doing the show <laughs> to taste hash browns." So Amber got a ham and cheese omelet, and I got what was it? Um, Amber got. A ham and cheese omelet. Got the everything but the kitchen sink omelet. And she gives us our drinks. We go sit down. The food comes out. Dude, for starters, I don't know how you get hash browns to be a perfect shape. They're perfect. Without it being frozen, but that's not what came out. These were not frozen. They have like some sort of mold or something. Oh, yeah. Where they make these hash browns, but they were perfectly crisp on the outside salt you know had the perfect level of salt already and i took a bite of them and i was like ah damn it these are really good yeah they're perfectly cooked i can make an egg yeah i can make dude i pride myself on making a decent omelet right we talk about your omelets quite a bit so when i take the first bite of my omelet i'm like my omelets are garbage yeah i was super impressed and then I made a mistake. Oh, boy, you had a biscuit. I didn't have a biscuit. I had a piece of a biscuit. Dipped in gravy? No. No? Uh. I literally had like a thumb-sized bite of the biscuit. Mm. And I was like, holy crap. So me going in to the Season Cafe on my diet, I had every intention of taking one bite of the hash browns, one bite of the biscuit, and then eating my omelet like a good boy. No. What happened was I ate my omelet. I ate all of my hash browns. I ate my whole biscuit. Madeline got full. I ate her biscuits and gravy. Oh my god. Amber had toast. I ate her toast. Their toast was good. So I think it is a crime that I walked in there and was the only customer at ten thirty in the morning. This restaurant belongs like at the top of a tower. Yeah. With it, like ropes and guards and stuff. It's it's criminal. You know, when we talk about one of the things that attracts, I think you and I, well, you and I are a lot alike. When I drive by a place, even if it's recommended, and there's one car in the parking lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Unless I'm at the absolute apex. Of hunger? Uh, no, at the <laughs> ab- absolute apex of not, non-business hours. If I'm halfway between lunch and dinner, yeah. then I might not give it so much credence. But if it's a quarter till five or one fifteen, I'm really worried when the parking lot's empty. Yeah, but absolutely. this place. Okay, here's what I regret: a, I regret eating everything in front of me like some sort of garbage disposal. Yeah. But more importantly, what I regret is the fact that if I'm gonna go hard off of my diet. 
the fact that I did not eat the pineapple upside down pancakes, yeah, dude. They looked, um, dude. There was some food that hadn't been bust off a table yet, mm-hmm. and I like I was tempted to go. They didn't touch that pancake, dude. Here's the thing: you go in a place like that. I'm not. I can't leave a plate with food on, dude. I I'll be sick before I don't eat at all. Here's what Amber said to me as we we were leaving. She was like, "Your diet and fresh ingredient or cooking with fresh ingredients are not compatible." Yeah, no, <laughs> dude. And so with my breakfast burrito, it came with a little side of uh, tortilla chips. Mm-hmm. I asked while we're talking shop. And these tortilla chips, you make these? Yep, we make them fresh every day. And I'm telling you, right? Dude, I they make everything you. fresh every day. It's ridiculous. I'm, it really I'm just kind of scrolling through. Have you seen what the pineapple upside down? Oh yeah. <sighs> what don't they make? They make pies. They make muffins. I mean, and you know, sometimes you look at a picture and go, okay, that's just for that's just a glamour. No, that's not, it. Looks like that in person. Oh yeah, they had it on display, like in the <laughs> little racks, you know, with. And I was, I was like, that's not real. Like they're caramel pecan, 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 caramel pecan. I can't even say it right. Caramel pecan pancake. They make every kind of pancake. So here's a problem that I have with this restaurant. It exploits every weakness you have. <laughs> well, that too. But the problem that I have with this restaurant is I have a follow-up appointment with Madeline's doctor tomorrow morning. Oh boy. Right around breakfast time. And you know that I'm not going to be able to get within a mile of this place and not swing in and have caramel pecan pancakes or pineapple upside down pancakes. You know, here's the thing, too, about this place. Like a lot of restaurants that have a varied menu, you're like, okay, they've got so many choices. You're bound to have a weak link in there. And there's no way they can make a... Billy cheesesteak sandwich while they're making meat. Their menu is not as... So there are a lot of restaurants where it's like, okay, if you guys cut back 50% of your menu, you you could probably keep up with everything. Mm-hmm. But they really don't. So they do their breakfast, and their breakfast has a lot of, uh, a lot of options, mm-hmm. but it's not like super difficult. You know, like the, the change is not that much for yeah, the cook. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then lunch is basically sandwiches, burgers, and then whatever the special is. Mm-hmm. So, again, not going too far outside the box there. You know, if they serve chicken fried steak and meatloaf and burgers and chicken strips and roasted chicken, then you are you start getting into that. Yeah, but, and a crab cake burger? <laughs> Seriously. Like, I know. How, you know. Can we make your appointment last until lunchtime too, Maddie? That's what I want to try. Yeah. I'd love to swing by there for lunch, man. <laughs> I I, th- I don't think they hit the I don't think they make the the mistake that a lot of no. other restaurants do. They they have enough variety that I feel like you could eat there every day. Yeah, there's that there there's that again that apex where you're stri- you're right on with the the quality mm-hmm. and the quantity. Oh yeah. Like, I didn't mint Okay, so I explained that I cleaned my plate and then finished up Amber's mm-hmm. plate and then finished up Madeline's plate. I didn't <laughs> explain that it was a metric ton of food. Mm, they give you some food. For real. Madeline had, I think Madeline's biscuits and gravy was four full biscuits. 
But here's the thing. In a river of gravy. What is the one thing? I, I think if you, you know, we always talk about the doll. Like it, if it had 501 sayings, one of them would we be don't package. Always, we don't always say that. You always say that. Well, one of them would be, if it was a grievance doll, one of them would be package gravy. Package gravy. Their gravy is scratch gravy. Yeah. I'm going to say I didn't come across anything in any of the food that I ate that wasn't made from scratch. You know, I consider myself a pretty good cook. You consider yourself a pretty good cook. But when I'm eating, sometimes when I'm eating stuff that I know I can make at home, and I'm like, damn, I don't want to make it at home. You know what I mean? I, I can't I can't touch this. Yeah. No, I... It'll be a it'll be a minute before I make an omelet. <laughs> like I gotta have three or four months you're of, just kind of you're cutting it and kind of just like a, you made it, but you're poking it like a kid that doesn't want to eat an omelet. Like mm, I don't want it. Yeah, dude. The fl- <laughs> I don't know. I like I said. I thought I could make a pretty good omelet. Mm-hmm. I've been making them for years. Oh yeah. I'm damn near fifty years old. I've probably made. I don't know, 10,000 omelets in my life. Yeah. I do not have any clue. How they make it that fluffy? How they got their eggs that fluffy. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand the physics behind the egg. They did that in the breakfast burrito. I was biting into it and going, this isn't right. I mean, it's right. It's not right here. I haven't like, scrambled, I haven't like, scrambled an egg since. How are you cheating the egg system? Like, do you yeah. you guys have like eggs that are you know eighty percent air right. that are pre mixed by the chickens? I don't know. I open my fridge and my farm fresh eggs are looking at me going, "Hey man, when are we gonna get, when are we gonna get together again?" I'm like, "I'm not ready yet, y'all. I haven't perfected it yet." <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, they 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 are on top of their game, and again, it's criminal. We posted on the Facebook page, you know, after I went, we made made some posts and they blew up and a lot of people concur how good they are. Maybe we're just not eating there when everybody else is, but it is criminal that that place isn't... Hopping 24-7. 24-7. Or at least between the hours of... Eight and three. Eight and three. I mean, they... They are open. They have a, a phenomenal schedule. Oh, yeah. For a breakfast place. 8 a.m., to 3 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. They take off Mondays, which means they cover all of the weekend traffic, right. which is something we are constantly complaining about. How many times you and I have failed to find a restaurant to eat at on a Sunday? Oh, yeah. we it, When we were, tra- we traveled from southeastern Oklahoma to here and literally got home with like, well, guess I'm going to eat at home. Like, we didn't, we didn't even eat lunch because <laughs> there was nowhere to eat. Right. Yeah, I mean, if you if you all have a chance, if you're in the area, you know, kicking around east east of the metro, if you're not going to the Season Cafe in Midwest City, you are you doing. You should be. You're breaking some law. I don't know what the law is. It may not be written down yet, but you are breaking the law. And you, if you don't yeah. go to the Season and Cafe, and you don't know how to make an omelet, because you definitely you're intim- don't. You're intimidated by their omelets and their I, pancakes and their meatloaf and their crab cakes. And their pecan pie and their biscuits and their cinnamon rolls. I will say, yes, please, yeah. g- please go see them. But I will also say they need more visibility oh, to the yeah. public. If you go find them on, find them on Facebook. It's yeah. Season Cafe, uh, MWC, Midwest City. 
Go find them, like them, share it. Dude, I'm telling you, criminal that they are not just packed from dusk till dawn. Absolutely. Well, coming up after the break, Oklahoma's getting a 12,000-seat venue? You know, I've threatened to move to southeastern Oklahoma because they've got the best internet coverage. But this is what I don't like about living where I live. You're forced to go with the big guy. C-O-X. <laughs> let me tell you why it's a bad thing. Uh-huh. I pay $110 a month for internet. And for some reason, I have to keep continually upping my gigabytes or whatever the hell it is. I got to keep doing it over and over again and still have outages for no reason. Outages to the point where I'm like, did we pay the bill? And I'm the one that pays the bill. <laughs> I'm looking because it happened so much. Take me back to a simpler time when I didn't need internet. But if I got to pay for internet, why has it got to be such a pain in the neck? I am. You're I there too, though. I can see where you're coming from. Right? I have the highest level of internet that I can get at my house mm -hmm. because I work from home. And I need to be able, I'm I'm online. That's my, my job, That's job is online. Right. So I have to make video calls. Mm -hmm. I have, to, I'm constantly connected to the internet. And but why I, has it got to be so complicated? I pay more than you do. You do? I do. You got what is it? You got Country Boy Broadband. It shouldn't cost that much. It costs more than yours because I can't have limits. Oh, that's right. Because literally, I'm on a conference call. Yeah. Twenty hours a week. Mm -hmm. A lot of those are video conference calls. So. I I have to have full access. They can't throttle me, so that's where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And it is a pain. the the modem the modem oh, setups. Yeah. The they the, charge you for the equipment. They do they, all the. They make it a pain to deal with them. But here's the thing: if you knew your internet provider was putting your hard-earned money back into the community, would you feel a little better about it? If we're if we're going to be talking about Bravado Wireless, the customer reviews for Bravado Wireless are great. <laughs> I'm I mean, waiting for the annex office to open up down the street. I am too because as, as soon as they do, I'm throwing my hat in for because I've tried to get the cheap country boy broadband that's close to where I'm at, and you're right there. It's like sorry, you're a you're a half an inch away from being in our coverage area. I'm like, <laughs> I literally can see your building from my roof. Well, you know what I mean? And that's why I like Bravado Wireless. Because A, they give back to the community. It's fast. It's affordable. It's technologically advanced. Advanced. I, I think it's awesome. And again... They're right there in their communities. They do the live streaming of oh, local yeah. events, high school football games, dirt track races, and rodeos. You don't see that from the big guys. No. Bravado is the cheers of internet and wireless providers. They're right there in your neighborhood. Yeah, and I'm, i got to assume that the customer service call isn't Norm. Hey, hey Norm. Hey, Becky. <laughs> hey, Becky. <laughs> yeah. That's what you want from... from a business in your community. Absolutely. It's somebody that you can hold accountable, somebody that's right there, you know, and, and somebody whose kid is on your 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 kid's softball team. 
Absolutely. Well, if you're interested in any in their broadband or their wireless, all you have to do is contact contact a store to speak to a customer service rep, and that's at one eight six six five hundred eighty four eighty eight. Or find them on the internet at bravadowireless.com. So, Brett, yes, a world class twelve thousand seat amphitheater to come to Oklahoma City. When I read the story, I was like. Is this a real thing or is this just a concept? No, it's a real thing. Yeah, the news story's out of KOCO, and I, you and I discussed this off air. Yeah, I'm all for sure another big venue Mm -hmm. coming to the metro area. Yeah, but I think there's a lot of questions about where it's going. Yeah, and and maybe some people going why it's going. I I would agree with that. (laughs) I mean, my, my. Full disclosure, my mom lives probably a mile and a half, two miles away from where this is in the heart. They're calling it Oklahoma City, which is probably, sure, I'm sure some people would fight fight for the right to call it Mustang, but it's right. I mean, it just, when I can see in my mind, in, in looking at the aerial shots and some of the, the concept drawings, I'm like, it just, it feels like we're just trying to put something I don't know, square peg, round hole with 12,000 seats. I'm not 100% sure that it's a square peg and a round hole. Uh, for starters, the name, it's called the Sunset Amphitheater in Mustang Creek Crossing. Yeah. So there, there is a lot of, this is a big investment. It's a big investment. So I've got to assume that they have done their homework. Well, if you, you know, I'm in Mustang quite a bit and I've watched Sarah Road turned from a you know a two lane road to a working on being a four lane road, which explains uh, a lot about what's happening in Mustang. There's a lot of development going on in and around that area. New businesses popping up, new homes, new this, new that. Is somebody that kind of likes the small town aesthetic? You and I both have talked about it. Can you imagine a twelve thousand seat arena in Chickasha? I mean, it just, it, uh, man, I just feel like we're trying to put too much in. In one spot, I to me. I don't know. Uh, is The Metro's big. It is big. This amphitheater is actually modeled after Notes Live Center in Colorado Spring. And it's it's going to be a state-of-the-art venue. Yeah. But here's the thing. Location-wise, they're on the west side of the Metro. There's not a lot of big venues on the west side well, of the Metro. Not. Yes, there's some big big venues down in, in downtown Oklahoma and City. In the zoo and but just for a second, if we'll look at the layout, if you try to run a, a couple of big events in downtown Oklahoma City all yeah. at once, oh, like it's a cluster, gotta, it's a cluster. You know what down there? Yeah, you yeah. you are in bumper to bumper traffic. The restaurants and other places that you might go before or after are packed. Yeah. You're still looking for parking. And you're looking for parking, you know, like, well, I'll park in, you know, on Southwest 74th Street and get an Uber the last five miles. Yeah, or I'll park at Bass Pro to walk all the way to, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So spreading it out a little bit Uh makes sense to me. It just doesn't look, it just looks, man, that's big. And, And you know, and I've read some of the descriptions of the amenities, you know, we're talking about having some luxurious seating and fire pits and this and that and the other thing. I guess I'm just having a hard time seeing it seeing it in my mind because in some ways while I am watching Mustang grow on almost a daily basis, 
part of me can't wrap my head around a 12,000 seat amphitheater being right there in but cow country. I mean, it's <laughs> I I see your point, but obviously there are plenty of acts. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. tour the country that can fill a 12,000 seat amphitheater. But I'm thinking of the traffic. Like you're literally having to come in off 59th Street. <laughs> I mean, it's just this it just feels so strange. Like I can just imagine lines of traffic being backed up for 2 miles trying to get in, trying to get out. I'm just it's right there by the turnpike, but uh, I don't know. I'm I've got mixed feelings about it. Maybe they have thought of that and maybe road construction as part of the project. I didn't see anything listed about that. Yeah. But I would assume, I would hope that the city of Mustang would would face that challenge head on right. and have a plan for it before authorizing the build. Well, in it in the grandest of schemes, it doesn't do anything but help the community of Mustang with the restaurants and you know what I mean? It even makes them bring in higher quality restaurants and it kind of opens up their playbook a little bit more. More to the point, our buddy Matt Pinnell, if he's behind it, then we're behind him. We stand with Matt Pinnell. And it, <laughs> I mean, but he does have a good point. With, with something of this size, you're going to be able to attract larger larger acts that are coming through, which is which is always a good... It, it's, a, it's a good trickle-down effect. I mean, look at the effect that having concerts at Paycom or Scissortel does. It brings more people to the downtown area, hence why they've expanded so much between that and the NBA. But everyone benefits within a 30-block radius. Everyone benefits from something like this. I just don't, from my, I don't know, for my money, it made sense to somebody. I mean, they're sinking the cash in. Mm-hmm. But from a consumer perspective, maybe it's just me not being able to, visualize it in my in my mind you just see twelve thousand people on the road that you wanted to take over to your mom's house and i'm trying to get kids home and it's their bedtime or maybe it's because out of five episodes of black mirror all i see is werewolves that's it (laughs) if you want more information on this news story we'll include a link in the show notes and again, I think this is oh my god seven hundred and forty thousandth episode that we have yet to have a listener feedback stinger. stinger. Gosh, dang it, I keep forgetting. Uh, but we do have a little bit of feedback feedback from last week's episode. Listener feedback. So rage against the machine. Was that Rach against the machine? Rach. I was hoping it was rage against the machine. Against the machine reached out on Instagram. And said, have you tried watermelon pizza, Harley? And I will answer that. <laughs> no. I have also not tried that cinnamon challenge that they did on TikTok. Oh, it's a, the two aren't the same, man. I haven't tried to turn... Have you done the saltine challenge? I haven't done the saltine challenge. I haven't done any Tide of the challenges. Challenge. And I think watermelon pizza is basically... A TikTok challenge style. No, thing. it's not. Uh, it sounds disgusting. I guarantee. Similar to eating. A, a, How can a cream? Spoon do you like cream cheese? It's not my favorite. That's probably why. But more importantly, watermelon is good by itself. It is good by itself. And I will say, you and I went out to an event at we at the Wheeler Ferris Wheel at the Wheeler Ferris Wheel at Curbside Chronicle hundredth issue celebration. Ten years and. 
Fat Tab's barbecue oh, was there. Oh yes, Fat Tab's. We caught we caught up to Fat Tab. We went all the way. Let's let's just can we now you're making me back up the camper. We went all the way to southeastern Oklahoma. We'd already we knew he wasn't going to be there, but we had already committed to going southeastern Oklahoma. He wasn't going to be there because they they do competition barbecue. Mm-hmm. I was chit chatting with with Tab. I almost want to say Fat Tab. Tab found out they were going to be at the Curbside Chronicle ten year hundred issue. We went to see them, yeah. and they weren't there. Yeah, so they came all the way to Oklahoma to see City us. to see us. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things that they had was a watermelon salad. Salad. Oh man! And it was phenomenal. Yes. You cannot tell me that the watermelon salad that they served is not light years better than any sort of cream cheese pizza garbage. I mean, I'm not going to say no. That came up on Pinterest. Here's the thing about a watermelon salad. You know, you can kind of say a restaurant might get it store-bought or, you know what I mean? It's not not homemade. Watermelon salad, you can't fake it. I don't think you could fake it. If you could, show me where. Dude, I don't even know how to explain it. Here's the thing with me. When I saw it on your plate, because I ate off your plate, I won't lie. Not and the then meat. We held hands. We held hands, and then we rode the Ferris wheel together. Yes, I saw. I thought those were tomatoes for some reason. I I knew I saw the watermelon salad on the menu, but I it didn't register. So when I bit into it, you know, it's like getting a Pepsi or ordering a Pepsi and getting a Dr Pepper. You're like, whoa! When I bit into it, and I was like, oh, there was like that immediate flavor. Watermelon flavor, you can't kill. It's just no. It, there's that. It's watermelon, and then anything else is just kind of texture. So I bit into it and it was like, wow, that is phenomenal. And I went home, looked for a recipe. I'm like, I don't even know if I want to try it. It's one of those things where I said earlier where even if you think you you can, do you really want to try? I'm going to say if you are anywhere near Fat Tabs or if you're at any of the competitions where Fat Tabs is going to be. Eat Fat Tabs. I mean, his food. It is amazing, amazing. but if they have their watermelon salad, get it, dude, get it, get as much as you can, as much as they'll sell you, as much as you can afford, get a double side because it is amazing. Yeah. And, uh, Rach, when you're in Oklahoma city next go around, hit us up and we'll get you some recommendations for food that aren't watermelon pizza. Yeah. I don't know if you can get watermelon pizza anywhere else though. I don't know. Can you get it? I don't know where she's from, but I'm guessing where she's at, they don't get a lot of watermelons. <laughs> well, peaches, maybe. <laughs> don't you get, oh yeah, oranges. Sorry. <laughs> Georgia peaches. Yeah, but if you know of a place, it's got to knock our socks it off. It really does. We have, we have gotten a lot of bad suggestions mm-hmm. over the years. Here's the thing. If you suggest something to us and it's good, Listen to the show, and you'll hear us talk about that place sometime in the near future. If you make a re- if you make a recommendation that we don't like, if you listen to the show for the next few episodes, you'll notice that we didn't talk about it. And if we say, give us a recommendation that's not a chain, make sure the rest of the restaurant that you're recommending isn't a chain, or someone on our Facebook will probably fact check you. <laughs> Well, this has been the Only an OK Show. I am Harley. And I'm Brett. And we're out of here. Peace.
welcome to the show. We've done 210 of them. Chick, 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 a saw. Chick, 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 a saw. Chick, a saw, chick, a saw, chick, a saw, chick, a saw, chick, 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 country. Chick, chick, country. Chick, chick, country. I'm wearing my headphones no matter what. For some reason, ah. Well, can I bring up a couple things and we'll talk about Black Mirror? Sure. So, I, I had a couple of Darwin Award finalists. Listen. And I want you to tell me after we're done who wins. Okay. Okay. You're familiar with going 240 where the loop goes up, the Lawton loop from 240 to I-44 if you're heading towards your neck of the woods? Yeah. Okay. So I'm driving along, and that's the way I take in the morning because I take the loop after I take Carson to school. I see a car on the side of the road just just a little bit past the overpass there at 240. Okay. Or 44, whatever it is. Right as I'm getting to the loop, now I'm trying to paint this picture for people that may be listening right now. At the, not the apex of it, but right at the base. Okay. Right when you're, there's a guy standing there waving his gas can in the air. Like, what what would you like for us to do? Is my is my life worth two dollars in gas? Why would you stand right there at the? He was in the road. On the side of the road, but in a spot where you can't just go, there's no shoulder. Yeah. He's literally, he's standing on what's left. He wanted you to stop in the middle of the highway on an on-ramp. Yeah. Where people are coming up behind you going 75 miles an hour. Right. Yeah. In in morning rush hour crosstown trap. Okay. And what's your next? Next one. Now, I want to I preface this with, with a question. And I'm going to say it like a, a question on like a, a basic skills test. You're traveling eastbound and down into westbound traffic on foot. Okay. Let me What's start the over. Road? Any road. Okay. Any straight road. You're hitchhiking. Walking the wrong way. Going right. Okay. So I'm driving. How fast are you driving? I'm driving your normal 50. Okay. It's one of those kind of roads where it's not. You know what I mean? It's right there by the airport. It's a straightaway. So the speed limit's 40. You're doing 50. I'm doing doing 50, which is typical. For you, yeah. So I see two young men walking, again, eastbound. I'm going westbound. Did you have a 12-pack of Schlitz? No, I didn't. (laughs) I had a whole truckload of Schlitz trying to get eastbound and down. And they're hitchhiking. He's got his thumb up with people going this way. He wants to go this way. Okay. I know hitchhiking is kind of one of those things you only see on TV. When's the last time you saw somebody hitchhike? Man, it's been a minute. I mean, what's quid pro quo when you're hitchhiking, generally speaking? I don't know. You're scaring me with that question. You don't. You get on the opposite. You you get on the side of the road that you're trying. Okay, that does not quid. Quid pro quo means something for something. It does? Yeah. Quid pro quo means you scratch my back, I'll scratch That's right. yours. That's right. That's right. I so was when you say, of, what's quid pro quo no, 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 no. for what's hitchhiking? A, no, I didn't mean to say that. Okay, what's SOP for hitchhiking? Not why I said quid pro quo. You you go with traffic. You're mm. on the if you're on the right side, traveling in the direction that you want to go. Right. Okay. They did not. They were on the left side of the road. Hitchhiking. To go the other direction. Right. Okay. So, who wins? Is it a toss-up? Yeah. I mean, they literally happen within 10 minutes of each other. It's hard to say. Like, what do we... I, that's the point where I said to myself, this is a simulation. This shit is not real. This is a video game. 
and somebody's playing it on easy mode. This is Sims. This is, I don't know what is happening. Yeah. I have one more story. Okay. It's another uh, Darwin Award No, story. it's not. Okay. Um, but it is Crid Pro Quo. All right. I'm it has on. to do with Best Buy. Okay. So, I'm trying to get this movie. It's delayed. It's Scream 6 still book. I've been waiting on this thing. Order it in March. It tells me it's not coming. It's a da-da. So, I message. I need a friend like this. And I'm not saying you're not a good friend. So, I text during the help hours. And the guy on the line, his name is Saeed. I immediately thought of Lost. Saeed on Lost was a good guy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Horrible backstory. He was a real son of a bitch. But this guy was pretty nice. So okay. I'm telling him my situation. And literally, if I had, wish I had a screenshot of the text, Brett, I'll do anything I can to help you. And I'm thinking, dude, it's just a movie. Seriously, just when can I expect to get it? Brett, between... There's nothing, I mean, it's like right up there with, there's nothing you and I cannot accomplish together. I'm thinking, dude, keep it up, and I'm leaving it. You know what I mean? Like, we're going, we're going to run, we're going to go run shit. And then I'm sitting there, he's like, I said, well, I just, you know, I wanted to make sure everything is, you know, you know, the payment went through all this. He goes, Brett, I'm so sorry this happened. Like, I'm not kidding. He's like, ain't no mountain high enough. And then I finished the lyric. You have <laughs> you have some guy in customer support, <laughs> God knows where, bending over backwards for you to get a damn movie. Right. When I've had an order of Comfrey delayed <laughs> 700 times. And can't get a text back. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the funny thing is, like, he's in the middle of, you know, we're going back and forth. He's like, we've got this man. We've got, you know. The, the Lord is my shepherd. You know, this all this stuff. And all of a sudden, I see a message back. I can't remember what I said. Like, man, I really appreciate you. And he's like, I see the bubbles, and then I accidentally exit out of it. I'm like, Saeed! <laughs> but find a guy or a robot. Because there's a couple times in there I'm, like, throwing him curveballs to make sure it's not AI or something. <laughs> and, you know, I'm looking for, like, just subtle, like, beep, bop, boops that don't belong there. What a nice guy. That's funny. And they still kind of screwed up the shipping. Um, he could probably get on at Costco, especially when they move over to their idiocracy phase. Right. I love you, man. I love you. Th- thanks for sh- thanks for shopping Costco. I love you. You walk out of Costco like, why are you crying? Saeed, every time. I just wanted a hot dog and I left with so much more. <laughs> I came to the hot dogs and uh, left with a friend. Right. I did tell the lady at the counter, because I had to pick up my card. I had to get a card. I said, I'll be honest with you. I'm just here for a hot dog. She goes, is it your first? <laughs> it's such a weird it's such a weird conversation. She goes, she says, was this your first hot dog? Like, we were having a legitimate conversation. And I was like, no. The last time I bought a hot dog here, I bought a hot dog and left with $400 worth of stuff. Today, I'm just here for a hot dog. <laughs> I came for the cheap lunch uh, and dude. bought a $700 TV. With a blender. Listen, I made the comment, and it's true. It may not be the healthiest meal, but a buck fifty for a drink and a freaking hot dog that's the size of this power drill, that's not a bad deal. I mean... Really, it's not. I mean, technically, no, you're probably... I mean, you're right. I mean, you could probably go in the back and buy a dozen hot dogs, or probably 24 hot dogs for... Fifty cents a dog. Yeah, but then I'll, I can't. Then I have to steam my own bun, and I gotta. Uh, 
Some things just, it's so weird. You think of things, some things just taste better when other people make them. And it's weird to say a hot dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. Again, you know how this thing started. We were going to do a hot dog truck. But of course, I was going to be the guy like, hey, come on, who wants a hot dog? Hey, hey, hey. You want me to freaking be the barker, the the freaking bun barker? Yes. Yeah. I still think that he would be a good bun barker. You're probably right. You're probably right. But Black Mirror. Okay. Let me get a coffee. Refill. Mayor. Did you say Black Mayor? Why they got to be brown? She wants to learn how to edit, and then she can complain. Black Mirror. So, Black Mirror. Are you done? I'm done. Finished it last night. And? Here's my... Can I give you my power ranking? What's There's five ranking? episodes. I can... There are five episodes. It's not me going my top five. It's five episodes. So you don't have a Mount Rushmore of... Of season six episodes? Of top fives that no. you gave a three out of five and you loved? Number one, Maisie May. Number two. Hold on. You put Maisie May because it's werewolves. Like, they could have literally just said, you know, like, Maisie May's a werewolf. And that you would have been an like, that's my favorite episode. That was an interesting twist. The, the That episode kind of reminded me of that um, short in uh, Creepshow 2. Uh-huh. Thanks for the ride, yeah. lady. It reminded me of that a little bit. So no, that's kind of where... a ripoff. A little bit. Uh-huh. It, with exception that instead of the hitchhiker following her home, she actually <laughs> became she became the thing that she killed. I liked it because of the werewolves. Yes, I will say this about uh, Black Mirror season six: there are more cautionary tales than caution beware of technology, as in previous seasons. What was the strongest episode for you? Mine was Maisie May. Um, if you're going to call it, if you're going to say what was the strongest episode as a Black Mirror episode, it was the, the first one. Um, oh, Jonah's Awful. Yeah, Jonah's Awful. I mean, that was... Jonah's Awful is probably the only one that was actually fit the mold of... Black Mirror? Of Black Mirror. So you're saying it was kind of one of those things where it was a bait and switch? Yeah, they... It has always been a technology is going to get you anthology. Mm -hmm. And this one, they had werewolves and demons and serial killers. So you didn't like Demon 79, I'm guessing. No. Okay. The story wasn't bad. So as standalone, if it wasn't under the banner of Black Mirror. If it wasn't under the banner of Black Mirror, I would have liked that. And I would have liked uh, Maisie May. And I would have liked the... Um, the astronaut story and oh, I w- deep sea, uh, beyond the sea. Yeah, but yeah. Otherwise, you didn't think even beyond the serial the killer one was was a good standalone story. You don't think beyond the sea no fit the narrative at all. No, because it was an alternative alternate history story. Hmm. It was not a technology story. I mean, it was technically a technology story, but it was an alternate history story, which means you as a as a user of technology, are in no way you are. You, there is no threat of you becoming an astronaut in the fifties and having a robot live out your life on Earth while you're in the space station. It was a little Matrix meets. That's a good example. Andy Griffith. Well, what do you think they were going for there? I have no idea. That's why I. Do, I'm throwing the whole. Season out 
including Jonah's Awful, just because it was in the same season as the rest of it. It doesn't fit. You don't get to change the format. Okay. Let's pretend we're in an alternate universe. It's not Black Mirror. Rank the five episodes. No. Why? That's because a- I don't... That's your gig. You're the one who... There's everything- five episodes. It's not, it's not like I'm saying top five road trip songs. It's not like that. There's a clear list. Where would you rank... Where would you put... In reference to what? As Black Mirror episodes, there's only one episode. Best to worst. In reference to Black Mirror... There's only one episode. I'm saying we're in an alternate universe. There is no Black Mirror. It's five standalone stories. You could call it Techno Creep Show if you want. It wouldn't even be Techno Creep Show because (laughs) there's nothing to Tell me Demon 69 or Demon 71 or whatever it was. 79. Had anything to do with Techno anything. Where was the Techno in that story? She had a television. Did she? (laughs) Yeah, because she's watching some stuff on TV. I did like how it looked. It had a very late seventies, early eighties horror. Again, yeah, it didn't again. match the. No, I get it. But again, take the banner of Black Mirror off. Rank it from rank the episodes from best to worst. Can't. You can. No, I can't. Harley, you. I watched. don't have enough. I do not have enough emotional investment in those stories because they did a bait and switch. So. I don't care. You know how many movies you... Dude, watch this movie. Yeah, where'd you watch it? Tubi. Like you... <laughs> Tubi never... Has, has never let you down? Has never said, oh my God, this is the best movie ever. You're never going to forget. You're never going to see a better movie yeah. than this two and a half star sci-fi movie from 2013. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to finish my ranking and then it's your turn. Best to worst. Number one, Maisie Day. Number two, Demon 79. Number three, Locke Henry. Number four, Jonah's Awful. Number five, Beyond the Sea. So you ranked the werewolf story, the <laughs> demon story, and the serial killer, the serial killer as story my top three. as your top three in the techno terror series. TV show. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think, look at it. Does it... Does it make sense? It's your list. It, you can be whatever you we want. We can it to be, be whatever I want it to be. Your turn. Done. No, this I isn't have a. This no, isn't a, This is not a damn pool game where you can go. I have. I retire. No, no investment in it at all. Bullshit! You watched it before I did. Which and I don't care. They made me not care. They made me not want to watch anything they ever do again. That, that that's not the basis of any list that you put together is top anything. You can't, but you and your your infinite wisdom can't. Okay, give rank. here's the thing: we talk about okay. restaurants a lot, okay. a lot, right? We you talk about said, restaurants. You almost said lettuce because we talk about restaurants a lot. We talk about restaurants a lot. Am I right or yeah. am I right? No, you're right. Okay, so you go to a restaurant and you eat some food. You get five courses, similar to the five episodes, oh, and God. you're eating all of the food. And you're going to have a favorite. No, you're eating all of the food and it's coming through. It's like, yeah, okay, this is food. And you get to the last dish Mm -hmm. and a rat and a roach get into a fight on your plate. Do you really care anymore whether the eggs were better than the steak? No, you don't. Rat and a roach. They got into a fight on the plate. I have no interest in coming back to that restaurant. Done. But you can't. There's no rating. Rat and roach. Whoever won between the rat and the roach. But here's the thing. Okay. But we've read 
Yelp reviews. Matter of fact, I read one earlier about the restaurant we're going to talk about. Four stars. Okay. They gave it four stars, but the food was just okay. Okay. Is that a four star review? Dude, we have discussed on this show. Right. We have discussed on this show and the last show. And before before we started doing shows, people on the internet cannot, people shouldn't be allowed to post on the internet without passing some sort of exam. My, but my point is you can rank something you don't like. You can, you can, worst to worst, worst to worst. You would have to actually care enough to think about what, what you disliked least. For the sake of the exercise, you can't bring yourself to go, okay. I have no interest. If it wasn't. It's the most boring thing ever to me. If. <laughs> like, you may as well get five cats from the neighborhood and line them up and go, Tell me which one's your favorite. I like them Rank all. Rank these in order of... But I, I like all cats. I don't like any of them, so I don't care. But this is different. I know. How is it different? Listen, I know art is subjective. Case closed, right? But it's not that easy. It is that easy. If you can't... You still can't tell me what would... Even... You're saying every episode was dog shit. I did not say that. Which, I said, I have no emotional... Buy-in. Buy-in on any of it. Because there was a rat and a roach on my plate. Done. But it wasn't on your first plate, though. Doesn't matter. So you like Jonah's all. So then all I know is but the first four plates that I had now feel like they're going to come up. Did you like Jonah's awful after you watched the rest of it? Because I remember in the beginning, you're like, have you watched Black Mirror? No. <laughs> you basically spoiled the first episode, which is fine. I think I did. Yeah, you did. You told me... The- the, the premise of the... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I knew enough about it to know what was going to happen. I think that's because you ask questions. You say, don't spoil it, and then you're like, then oh, what then happened? I start, then I start probing. Then what happened? Probing questions. Well, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. What about this? Well, did she... Did a... Uh, like, dude, okay, if, you okay. start, if you start prodding, <laughs> you then not, spoilers not, are out. You, I, Man, in a hostage situation, dude, I really need to keep your mouth shut. Like, you could have just not said anything. But the point is... I think you had just started watching it when you said, have you watched it, and this and this, and you didn't like it. So after watching all of them, do you like Jonah's Awful because... I didn't more- talk to you about Black Mirror until I was three episodes in. Had you already decided you're you're like, screw it, we're gonna, I'm just going to finish driving this thing out? Oh, yeah. So after all of them, was Jonah's Awful because it's the closest thing to the Black Mirror universe? I just don't have any... Dude, I'm done with Black Mirror. I'm done. Literally, I'm done. If they come out with, I don't care if there's people lined up in the streets to buy Netflix, like willing to sell their children for a Netflix log on so they can watch the next season. I'm out. I'm done. I don't care if everybody's talking about it. I don't care if it's the new Seinfeld of Netflix. You're done. I'm done. What's like the- you burned me. What's the next train you're going to catch? What are you on next? What's the bandwagon you're going to hop on next? Thoroughly interested in jumping into the Justified series. I tried. Couldn't get in it. I I probably watched like four or five episodes of that. Do you know Longmire is from Australia? I didn't know that. I found out because he's on another show, and I'm one of those like, hang on a second, he looks familiar. And I looked him up. He's from Australia. I was like... I mean, you've told me about Longmire. You've, uh-huh. you've, you've had nothing but glowing reviews about Longmire. 
must not be an episode in there that didn't fit the Longmire universe. <laughs> no. Yeah, like if if in season three, episode seven, the an alien, the Montana sheriff, <laughs> um, comes out in a in a like battle tech robo tech suit and starts shooting people. I probably would have had an issue with that, but they didn't do that at any point in time. But you get over it because you like the show as a rule. No. I liked Black Mirror as a rule until they decided that the rules didn't apply anymore. But isn't that part of Black Mirror? No, it's not. always apply. No. At no point in time has it ever been, we just do whatever. I will say, not to go on and on too much more about it, but the first couple, three seasons of that were just, wow. You couldn't wait for the... You didn't want to finish it because... It was going to be a year before you you got the next one. And after every episode, I remember thinking, just sitting there quietly for a little bit, like, and then three years later, I'm like, you're like powering your phone off and putting it in the refrigerator. (laughs) I think I threw a couple of them in the fireplace. You're like, oh, this could, none of this could ever happen. You're like, social credit scores? This is a real thing. (laughs) Oh, man. No, but it would be like, the, the only thing that I can say is like, uh, creep show. Mm-hmm. If they came out with the next season, a creep show, yeah. and the first story was a scary, creepy story, mm-hmm. and then the next story was a sitcom style show where, you know, Urkel comes out and he's like, did I do that? With a butcher knife in his hand. No, maybe. no Not butcher knife. <laughs> like... You know, he screwed up the lemon cake recipe. Right. And then he's like, did I do that? And then they end it. Right. Like, um, what happened? No, you're right. I enjoyed this season. Because really, it had werewolves. Yeah, it had werewolves dude, in it, dude. It doesn't matter. You you would be a, a Facts of Life watcher if Tootie was a werewolf. Mm, maybe Blair. Uh, maybe if Blair turned into a werewolf, I'd be all right with it. I mean, okay, I'm not saying You'd I wouldn't be, be okay with it. You'd be watching reruns of Alice if Mel turned into a werewolf once a month. Uh, Flo did, maybe. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Can I choose who I would pick to be a werewolf? It would be Flo. And she'd say, kiss my grits. <laughs> Yeah, I like. I'm a sucker for some werewolf stuff, man. Yes, I like horror a little bit too. <laughs> no doy. You know what else I like? Did I do that? Yeah. You know what else I like? Three, two, one. 